Hey y'all and welcome back. It's Monday here at Chronicles 21 and time for another Monday message. I am Amanda, your host, and today is February 19th, 2024. So I've had something on my heart for the last few days that I wanted to share because the Holy Spirit reminded me of Paul's words to the church at Corinth on Thursday night last week. This comes from 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. And he says, And you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. So this is going to sound creepy, but y'all know that everywhere we go, we Christians are being watched. In our jobs, our churches, at the grocery store, in our communities, someone is always watching us, saved and unsaved alike. Our walk is being examined and picked apart. People want to know about us. Is she the real deal? Does he really walk the talk? It's so much pressure, I know, but it's fact. Fellow Christians want to see how we overcome struggle, how we handle relationships, how we deal with loss, how we interact with coworkers, how we raise our children, how we endure and persevere. Those who don't know Christ just yet simply want to know how to experience our joy and excitement and peace and how we love each other. Everywhere we go, someone is watching our walk with Christ. It is not limited to just our church congregation or our Bible study circle. Recently, I read Paul's words in 1 Timothy 4, verse 16. Keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. Oh man, did that put kind of a weight on my shoulders for a second because it reminded me that I have a responsibility to not only make sure I am walking uprightly in my faith for my own salvation, but for the salvation of others who are watching me and listening to me. Y'all, our character is on display everywhere we go. At home, at church, at work, school, in our communities, people are looking to us to follow our godly example, not an example that is contrary to that. I've always been an advocate against this mentality of do as I say, not as I do. My childhood was like that, and it bothers me so much as an adult to see people who try to manage or lead in that way. I watch actions and listen to words, and if I find that they don't match, I am quick to shut them and their words or actions out. But listen, the Holy Spirit got in my business this past week, y'all. Let me tell you what happened. First of all, I am not a confrontational person. The The idea of possible confrontation, difficult conversations that could lead to heated words just makes me an absolute basket case. But as a manager in my workplace, sometimes those hard conversations are necessary, not only with employees, but also with customers in my line of work. However, if I am confronted or talked down to or disrespected, I will confront it afraid as I might be in that moment. So I've trained this new girl in my office to be bold and to not take disrespect from customers, to not let our technicians walk all over her. She's a sweet girl, but sometimes she takes everything very much to heart. And in a body shop, we just have to have thick skin. 
Anyway, this past week, a very frustrated customer came in who had just picked up her car a few weeks prior. It was an older vehicle, probably already on its last leg when it was there for repairs, but we fixed it as the insurance requested, and by the time we were done, I think its last leg had broken. It didn't run, and the probable problem was nothing claim-related. It was just an old car. She took it to her mechanic and was then told to bring it back to us since we last touched it because it was surely our responsibility. The lady was absolutely beside herself with frustration, not being disrespectful to us or this other young girl in our office who we will call Linda for the sake of anonymity. She was just frustrated with the whole thing. But Linda was super duper blunt with her and very impatient. She wasn't allowing for much room for this woman to express her frustration, basically stopping her and telling her we weren't responsible. And I had to jump in and defuse the situation. But what struck me about this whole interaction was Linda's question to me after it was all over. She said, how did I do Amanda? Was I bold enough? And that question hit me on all sorts of levels. And that's when I remembered Paul's words to the Corinthians, imitate me as I imitate Christ. See, these girls in my office know I profess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I don't hide that. But I was absolutely ashamed for a moment to think of what I had been showing them. Linda specifically, over the last few months that she's worked in the office with me, clearly I had been showing impatience with her, with people, because that was the loudest thing I heard from her in the interaction with this frustrated customer. She was so impatient. So that night I went home repeating that phrase that Paul said to the Corinthian church over and over in my head, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And boy, did I pray for forgiveness over and over again too. What are these girls seeing in me as a woman who professes to know Jesus? What kind of character? What kind of patience and kindness and love are they witnessing from me towards difficult people? Do I really want to bring others to salvation? And do I really expect to do it in my workplace when I look back over the last few months in my example to my coworkers? Some really, really hard questions that required and still requires time on my knees. People want to follow someone who is not only talking the talk, but also walking the walk someone that's being a light. Who are we influencing in our lives every day? Is it the coworkers? When they hear me talk, do they hear impatience and unkindness? Are my words carnal? Am I laughing at inappropriate jokes or speaking negatively? Or am I speaking life and positivity over the people and situations that go on in a normal workday? Well, what about you? What about in my church? Am I changing as I profess to grow closer to the Lord? Am I showing love and respect? How about self-control? Am I serving humbly in the places that God has placed me? Or am I gossiping and not being submissive to leadership? Uh, what about you? What about your spouse? I'm not married, but this question applies to Christians who are and who want to be. If you're a wife, are you ex respecting your husband, being submissive to him as head of your household? Or are you being bossy and controlling and trying to wear the pants in your marriage? Men, are you loving your wives as Christ loves the church? What about your children? Are you loving and nurturing and patient? Or do you scream at them all the time? Do they see you one way in church 
and experience another side of you at home? Ouch, right? There are so many places we go and people that we could potentially influence. How are we influencing them? Are we giving them all kinds of reasons to want nothing to do with this Jesus? Or are we being the light that Jesus has called us to be? Giving people reasons to want what we have. Let me remind you today in closing of Jesus' words in Matthew 5. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. This week, I encourage you guys and myself to examine ourselves and let Jesus reveal to us what kind of light we are reflecting to a dark world. And if it's anything other than what we know Jesus expects from us, that anything other than what imitates him, let's allow him to work in each of our lives to change that so that we shine so brightly and those who watch us can't help but be drawn to and want what we have. Let's pray together today, guys. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful to convict me when something in my life needs to change, when something I'm doing or not doing needs to be addressed. Thank you for making me sensitive to those promptings so that I can lean into you and you can help me make those necessary changes. Lord, I ask for your forgiveness for being anything less than an imitation of you. I know I fail daily, but now, Lord, that I am more acutely aware of this particular shortcoming, please help me do better. Help me be a light. Help me to imitate you in every interaction throughout my workday and beyond. I pray for my listening friends, Lord. Help them to also be imitators of you. Jesus, our perfect example. Go with each of us into this week and help us make decisions that will point people to you rather than away from you. In Jesus' name we pray all of this. Amen. Okay, friends, that was a short one today, but that's all I have for you. I hope you've been encouraged. Until next time, this has been Amanda at Chronicles. See ya. listening friends if you've been encouraged by this channel please leave me a review so that this message and others can reach more people who need the same encouragement i love y'all and i'll see you next time